1: And I am a chief emotional officer, as well as a power coach and best-selling author.
0: Marie, it's great to have you on the show. Question number two, what's the best thing about working in your industry?
1: I would say the best thing about the work that I do, which I love, is meeting people and hearing about their lives and supporting them and being the most dynamic.
0: Yeah, Mm, I love the work. Oh, I, I can I can hear it, in, in the passion in, in your voice. Question number three, I hear from other business leaders that staying in a good work-life balance for them and their team members is a challenge. What are your thoughts?
1: The number one thing that I share is that being you, nobody can beat you at that. And so be extraordinary at it. And what I've learned is that many people spend their time giving emotionally to others and don't fill themselves up. Mm
0: -hmm. And so that
1: is the number one thing that I say. Be yourself, be your most dynamic at it, and at least to be extraordinary for yourself and your life, and then for others.
0: That's very sage advice. Thank you for that. Question number four. What other successful business leaders like yourself should be on my podcast?
1: Absolutely, I would say Suzanne Kim. And she is from Motivate Capital LLC, and they're based in San Francisco and they do mission driven investment. And I love that because it's very purposeful and meaningful, especially in building economic and community development. So I love it. So I would recommend Suzanne Kim.
0: Oh, thank you for that. I will reach out to Suzanne. I appreciate the referral. And question number five. What insight or advice would you give to other business leaders?
1: I would say that the way that you communicate to yourself is as extremely important as it is your internal communication. So many business leaders you know, think about speaking effectively you know, to their staff, their team, and especially the, their clients but they spend very little time thinking about you know how my thoughts drive how i communicate with myself and Mm -hmm. so your emotional well-being is laid out in the way that you self-talk to yourself Mm -hmm. and the time that you spend communicating Mm -hmm. to yourself and so that is so important in understanding what your thoughts drive you to do and how they motivate you to feel about yourself. So I would say that that is really the number one thing to focus in on: how you feel about yourself and the thoughts that that really drive your mission and purpose, because that is so critical and being emotionally well. Mm. So that I know uh, is a critical point in being effective in all areas of your life. And so many business leaders, are, they're spending their time being effective in their work and then they feel diminished when they get home in their environments where they need to be more nurturing and loving there than anywhere. Because when you fill yourself up, you can really be there for other people in a way that uh, when you're diminished, you can't. And so that that is really the number one thing that I would share with business leaders. That's the work that I focus in on doing uh, with my my clients. And it is my purpose, my mission, my goal to uh, help people, to assist them in having a drama-free life so that they can be more dynamic. Because one of the things that happens is that people don't recognize that thoughts can lead into drama in your relationships at work. Uh, in your communication with the people that you love and you don't recognize. And so that is, you know, the, the core mission that I have. How do you have a drama-free life and what that looks like for you? Because how we live life is very individual. And so knowing how you show up and what is unique about you is one of the most powerful tools. And so that is, you know, what really drives the work that I do. And I I, I said before, I love it because I did.
0: So, yeah. Wow. Well, it's just just hearing you talk about that gives me goosebumps. I love it. Question number six. (laughs) Can you tell me about your first job?
1: Oh, my goodness. My first job, (laughs) which I was such a misfit for, it was, uh, there was a a newly built Burger King. And I thought that, you know, at the age of 16, how (laughs) great would it be? you know, to go and work, you know, at, at a Burger King. And, you know, I, I could think about, you know, getting all the burgers and fries and everything. And when I got there, I was like, oh my goodness, you know, I don't know how to do any of this. And when I would go home at night, I would have these like paper cuts all over <laughs> my hands, because at that time you had to put the uh, vegetables, the onions and the tomatoes into this slicer. And when you would lift your hand out, it would cut your fingers and so i i was in pain each night i couldn't put my hands in water and i said you know somehow i talked myself into doing this and i spent every moment there thinking i gotta get out of here so (laughs) that was my first job and i thought about the next time that i decide to go and take a job that I was going to think it through more thoroughly than I did. I didn't know anything about what I was getting into. So that was my introduction and learning lesson, lesson about how to look for a job because what I did was not it. So I don't recommend that for anyone.
0: <laughs> you probably have this thought each time you pass a Burger King, I would think, too, huh?
1: Yes, I do. It's quite memorable. <laughs> it's implanted in my brain and so I, I do, I, I think about it, and I, I think, yeah, that was my first place of employment. And I can say that I have not gone back into a Burger King since, and this is in 1977. so <laughs> That's been a long time. That is, so, yeah, that's the imprint that I got. And there's nothing that I'm stating bad about Burger King it just wasn't the employment place for me. So, exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you learned you learned an important lesson.
1: <laughs> I did, yes. It was a very dynamic lesson. Don't do that again. So, <laughs> yes.
0: Great story. Marie, thank you for being on the show. How can people find you?
1: Oh, they could go to, uh, which is my name, marierobertsdelapara.com. Yes, if they search for that, they can find me easily as well as on LinkedIn under the same name. That is my name. So, uh, yes, just searching for MarieRobertsDeLaPara.com, they will see a picture of me, hopefully.
0: (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Well, this is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning at Business and Life podcast. For more insights and ideas, please go to LinkedIn, YouTube, or Facebook and search for the Winning at Business and Life podcast. Thanks for listening. The world's best known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing?